When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DNVR Broncos podcast coming to you live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar where today the A stands for announcement as in we have a very exciting announcement and we actually have a video for that announcement because some people around here thought we were doing this show 30 minutes ago you'll see what I'm talking about and interestingly we can start this podcast off with some breaking news here from Adam Schefter this is good stuff here it says right here Henry Chisholm has been offered the full-time Broncos gig at DNVR Well, that's cool. Congrats. <laughs> I have Adam Schefter's two notifications on. It's <laughs> oh, funny because I thought go. about that. I was like, he's, he has Adam Schefter Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, I didn't see this. I just pulled up Twitter. Oh, no way. Well, yeah. that's fun. Congrats, right, You're bro. part of the life Five years later. Yes. Also, Let's we're go. not live on a podcast right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was looking for the tweets, too. That's why I was on Twitter. This is dope. Oh, my. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Let's go. I told you you fucking cool. go let's go brother let's go <laughs> congrats hey. oh, thanks. oh i'm so excited welcome to the pod welcome to the beat yep uh this has been a, a long long time coming yeah uh and i'm i'm gonna you know sing your praises here a little bit so buckle up oh, hank boy. reached out to me in 2017 saying like hey i think you said like hey i'm interning at my parents job this year and i'm gonna be able to like have some time on my hands um like i've noticed that i think you like i think i said on a pod one time like i hate writing breaking news stories and he was like i heard you say that i would love to write the breaking news stories for you guys um i would you know i'll do anything to essentially get my foot in the door uh and he came in absolutely killed it on that was all about it and then i think the next summer was like, hey, I'm coming down to Denver for the summer. I'd love to intern for you guys again. Knocked it out of the park. Probably best intern we've ever had. And he had one more year of school after that. And like, as soon as he went back, we were like, man, we really miss Hank. Like, <laughs> he was doing a lot of stuff that, you know, uh, people we needed help on. So I was like, all right, well, second he graduates, we got to get him back here. And, and so we got him on the Buffs beat. But I think it was always, you know, the goal for Hank to get to get to this point, be on the Broncos beat, uh, put in all the work, you know, was all was the person who always filled in if we needed someone on bets, if we needed someone on Broncos, we need someone on the tailgate. Obviously, he was, you know, full time on that. So uh, 
really, really proud of how far you've come and, and stoked to have you on, on our team now. I'm also stoked. <laughs> uh, I'm very stoked. Yeah, I mean, this is what I've wanted to do for forever. Like, my entire life. Um, like, I still remember, like, I used to wake up and just read the Denver Post when I was, like, eight. That was the first thing I do. I remember when Darren Williams died, I... Uh, my dad was waiting like at the computer outside my bedroom because he knew when I woke up first thing I was going to do is go over the Denver post and see what's going on. And he wanted to tell me what was happening. So it's like my entire life has just been about reading about the Broncos, reading what all the great Broncos reporters have written about the Broncos. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited to have you on Hank. And and it's going to be awesome because now you get to write those stories. You get to talk about the Broncos now. Uh, Yeah, I'm very excited. And uh, I'm really I'm excited for this show because the three of us have a good time anytime oh, we uh, yes. talk and oh, hang out. Yes. We've been having a good time for a long time. Yeah, now. we have. Mm-hmm. We really have. So uh, again, congrats, Hank. And uh, uh, it's cool for us to be able to do like this is like you know in sports they talk about like a homegrown <laughs> prospect, right? It's mm-hmm. like intern, you know, Buffs Broncos. Uh, it's cool. It's cool for us to be able to do that, and 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 you earned it. Thanks. all right let's uh let's let's rewind here and go back to the show that i pretended we were starting uh i am so upset about that i do i as as much fun as this part has been no i am so upset that you tricked me it's been like two days of tricks it has half the company's been hiding things from me yeah uh, (laughs) we we came up with this idea six days ago a week ago um yes yeah i mean thursday last week yep it's i think it was the end of last week i was like i want to do something (laughs) special for this here's my idea so we had to loop in a few people but we did do a pretty good job (laughs) yeah i didn't want anyone drunkenly celebrating the cup (laughs) congratulating henry um so we kept it under wraps we were supposed to do this yesterday then i had to fly out last minute um so then we had to wrap (laughs) rewrap it again um but yeah, this is the, uh, I I thought he might have an inclination. What did you think when I said at breaking news, Adam Schefter? Um, mostly I was just confused because, like I said, like I have the Twitter <laughs> notifications on, and I just pulled up Twitter because neither of you tweeted up the sh- or tweeted out the show, so I didn't get that notification. I was like, okay, I got to find it. It's got to be maybe I just didn't get tagged. Whatever, guys. Um, and so I was like, <laughs> I would have just seen if he had tweeted, and so I pulled up my phone. So mostly I was just shocked. But I mean, I was hoping for a Nomic and Sue, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. So would you is... take this instead of that? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Would, definitely. Nomic and Sue. I mean, he's pretty dope. I <laughs> I agree. For a for a Husker, he's pretty dope. Um, hey, say oh, that again. Right. For a Husker, wow. he's pretty dope. Wow. Okay, we're getting real. Just like for a guy married to a Ram, you're pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll take it. Or I guess engaged. Yes, not married yes, yet. yes. There we mm-hmm. go. Still got a party to have. Yes. Um, all right. So the theme of this show, the actual theme, uh, was to talk about something that we've talked about, I believe, every offseason that the yep. two of us have been doing this show. Uh, a little something we call the Lifeboat Boys, which is our weird way of talking about the core. <laughs> and it was always, if the ship's going down... Yeah. You know, if this is the Titanic, mm, there's an iceberg and there's an iceberg and you can only there's no women and children on a football team. So you get to right. choose um, guys here. Uh, you can only put 10 or so, maybe even less guys on yeah. this lifeboat because, you know, they they weigh a lot. Yeah, They're these football are big players. dudes. Who's who's on the lifeboat? So 
obviously the the most obvious one is Russell Wilson. He is the captain of the lifeboat. Yep. He's got the motor. He's yep. you know yep. steering the ship. Mm-hmm. But I always like this conversation about who is indispensable. Who's the core? Who is you can only save a few. Who's that guy? And so Zach, I'll start with you here. Where does the lifeboat begin? After Russell Wilson. So right after number three's walking on that lifeboat, number two is following him. It is Pat Sertan is right behind Russell Wilson. And if we're talking about tiers of a lifeboat, that first tier may be taken off after those two. But I think there's a there's room for a lo- uh, f- for some more people because those those are skinny guys. Mm-hmm. You, it you well Russ is. A, He's the fire hydrant, as Hank described he, he's, it. He's 5'11", <laughs> though, so the weight is <laughs> That's <up there>. yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Low center of gravity. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, you could almost make a case that 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 is, like, depending on the size of the lifeboat, that could <laughs> yeah. be the lifeboat. Mm-hmm. If it's a canoe, mm-hmm. they're leaving. But, you know, there are people who believe this team this team has a chance to compete for a championship. And if that is the case, you gotta that lifeboat's got to be full. Or else you're not doing your job right if you're George Payton. And I think George Payton is doing his job right. So, Hank, who's next? I feel like Justin Simmons has to be right there. Um, I honestly think it's a debate between him and Sertan. Um, Mm. But those are kind of the next two to me. Um, Positional value, I guess there's that. He's a little younger. Well, so make the case. Make the case for Justin being being ahead of him because I I can't. And that's Mm -hmm. not a knock to Justin. He's number three on this list. Yeah, Yeah, they paid him. I think that's the big one. Um, that he's, he's under contract for three years. He's not going anywhere. I mean, Pat Sertan, same thing, three more years. He's probably not going anywhere either, either, but they at least have that option, you know? And while Pat Sertan is very exciting and he played well, Justin Simmons, all pro, right? I mean, he, he has a, a pro bowl appearance. Like I think that maybe even three, four, five weeks into the season, we might be saying, yeah, Pat Sertan, he is now that guy. But I do think heading into this season, Justin Simmons in my mind has that, just slight edge over Sertan. Ah, see, because you, with the lifeboat, you, you got to plan ahead because this mm-hmm. isn't the lifeboat to just have a meal and then get back on the boat. No, this true. boat is going down. So you got to be thinking, <laughs> how do we want these guys to survive moving forward? Yeah, I mean, it's similar to like, who are you going to pass the cup to? You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I guess it's a little different, though, because like. Cagliano, love him. Probably not number three on the lifeboat. Right, right. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but I, I think you do have to go Sertan, too. What I, my case, if I was trying to make the case for Justin, would be he's just more proven. That's fair. His track record is you. this guy is going to be very good to elite every year. Yep. Whereas Pat Sertan, we have a very great start. Where you're saying like, okay, this guy could be incredible, but you only have one year, you know, like a doubter would be like, they got tape on him now, you know, they right. might be able to find his weaknesses. <laughs> right, right, right. What I would say is, good luck. Yeah. You're gonna be searching for a while. <laughs> yeah, good uh, luck to that one. <laughs> uh, the uh, the thirty three, I think that's the website. Uh, they wrote an article today ranking the top twenty five mm-hmm. players under twenty five years old. Pat Sertan came in at number twenty on that list, and to me. That's pretty impressive after just one year. A lot of these guys, Joe Burrow, uh, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of these guys are guys that have been around for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so how many quarterbacks were on that list off the top of your head? But I think there was – I know there was two. I know there was Herbert and Joe Burrow. I think those those were one and two on the list. 
Okay. Other rookies, you had Micah Parsons from last yeah, year. Obviously, that makes that. sense. I'm uh, just having a hard time being like, Pat, how's Pat Sertan not in the top 10? Because there's a lot of guys come out when they're like 21 exactly. years old. A lot and of so, the names so you're like, oh, I thought he was like 27. Exactly. Yep. Fair. Okay. They're I can, like I can pull established it right. exactly. NFL stars. Right. Exactly. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. It, it, guess who's guess who's one and who's two? It's not a we get mad Wednesday yet. <laughs> not not yet. Um, Herbert. They've got they they've definitely got Herbert one. They do. That's they so definitely yeah. do. like Lamar Jackson. He's on this list. Oh, he's okay, under twenty five yeah, years yeah. old, which is wild. He comes but, in at three though. They put Herbert above him. That is so above, dumb. Above the MVP, uh, Nick Bosa. He's right. young. It's we get mad Wednesday. <laughs> 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 he's not look look. There are guys out there who have never won a playoff game. You know, uh, Derek Carr comes to mind. He's never played in a playoff game. <laughs> He's never made the playoffs. He's 0 for 2. You're putting him at, ahead of a guy with an MVP and a guy who played in the Super Bowl last year? <laughs> oh, I'm about to curse. Give me a break. Ryan, open your eyes no. because the <laughs> national media is opening their eyes on him. You don't have to open your eyes, but just don't be surprised when you're sleeping. And you wake up and realize, oh, man, there's a beast right there. Yeah, the national media needs to calm down. <laughs> got some sore forearms over there from all the work they're doing. Oh, my goodness. You may need to explain that reference to uh, our friend Henry. Uh, yeah, yeah, so what's up, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, okay, if, if Lamar Jackson is on that, then it makes sense to me now. Exactly. That's how he gets bumped down to 20. And, that, and that's why I think it's pretty impressive that after only one year, uh, he's on that list. Fair enough. Lamar Jack. I mean, people are ready to write the book on Lamar Jackson's career. He's not even 25. They're ready to say, don't give him another contract because he's washed. How old are you, Henry? 25. <laughs> well, he's getting a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> that is too. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Mm. Lamar Jackson is Henry's age. Also, that, Wasn't Lamar Jackson potentially going to get a contract like two years ago and then last year, and now he still hasn't got one this year? I mean, talk about a team player. I know he's still getting paid millions of dollars, but some guys would just not show up two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That, Speaking yeah. of ages, I mean, you could tell me this every day, and I would still it would still mess my head up every single time that Gabriel Landeskog is younger than me. No way. Yes, he's 29. Wow. That's and wild. I see him like out like partying with the yeah. cup, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, man, you got to be happy for this, you know, dad getting a <laughs> yes. chance to blow off some steam. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, he's younger than me. That's yeah. tough. You're like, I'm, man, I'm, his hangover is going to be terrible tomorrow. <laughs> I can I'm, hook him up with some, some cures. Mm. Yeah. I'm one month to the day older than Jamal Murray. That's the one that I really hate. That is wild. That's I've, the one that gets me. I, I'm still feeling good because there's players that are older than me still, yeah. especially. Tom's holding it up oh for Oh, man. Tom's going to help <laughs> us out for a while. Russ, <laughs> making us feel young still. Yeah, that's true. It is so the Landy thing. Landy and Russ seem like they're the same to me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I would have thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, all right. Is there, is it, wait, really quick. Is there anyone else that should or could crack the top three? Is there anyone we're missing? I don't think the top three. Mm. I mean, maybe, maybe Randy Gregory. He's under contract longer than anybody whoa, else on the roster. Whoa, whoa, under contract whoa. longer than anybody mm. on the roster. That's actually, I mean. But not really. He, uh, yeah. he couldn't be in the top three, but that's a really great case for him to be on this boat. Yeah. Which we're going to get to. There is going to be a cutoff. Are we saying 10? Sure. 10 we guys in the boat. 10 guys on this boat. 
Got to be smaller guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is, well, maybe not the good thing. I don't know how many big guys there are let's that are going to fit on this boat. Let's see yeah. if, if we get to 10 that you really okay. need. Right. Um. So, all right. No, I don't think there's any cases for the top three. That That is the Probably top not. three. I don't think so either. I think number four is interesting. <laughs> the drop-off here scares me. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable that there's not an obvious fourth to me there's not someone that i think contends for the top three i feel like you might need six guys competing for the top three to be like a really top level roster right what i think the broncos have is a really strong middle of the roster yeah and that can carry you mm -hmm. like that can be really big 100 um but you know i think of it in madden like they've got like a 97 a 96 a 90 and then we're right. dropping down to like the low eight, like the mid to low eighties. Yep. Um, and so the next one for me, especially thinking of contracts would probably be Cortland Sutton. Yep. yep. But that, that's where I'm going as well. Uh, and because he has the past production, he has four more years on the contract right now. And then also you think about the future moving forward. Russell Wilson is going to feed him. And he's going to have those stats. He's young. He yeah. still has a lot of potential. We, we haven't even seen his ceiling, hopefully. I hope that, that that season he had a couple years ago wasn't his ceiling. So I am going with Cortland here. Uh, I think another guy that competes for this spot, especially when you think about the future of him, is Javante Williams. And, and I think he's yeah. kind of pushing there. I think so, too. Cortland Sutton's older than Lamar Jackson. Wow. That's so weird. That is it, wild. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, I do think like there's there's a clear top three, but I also think that there's a chance that after this season, maybe it isn't so clear. Like if Cortland Sutton goes for yes. 1,400 yards, Jerry is obviously capable of plenty of things. And Bowles might be a little bit too old. Dalton Reisner gets back to what he was? Probably not. Um, but, but you at least have some. I know he probably will, but to get into your top three, like no, surpassing yeah, not the top Sertan? Three, not yeah, I doubt yeah. it. You got to surpass Simmons. And, I mean, he's going to be the captain of the defense. He's probably going to be a pro bowler. He's going to be a ball hawk maybe more I, than ever this year. I think he's going <laughs> to have by far the most interceptions he's ever had this year. I think so, too. Um, yeah, I, I have a hard time imagining. Yeah. Cortland is the one that I think, like, okay, I, yeah, like you said, Hank, he goes for 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns. You're starting to say, like, okay, well, do you need that more or do you need Justin more? Thankfully, there's mm -hmm. enough room for everyone on this life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or at least fit in four. Yeah. At least fit in four. Behind Sutton, though, I think I go Garrett Bowles. Ooh. Under contract, left tackle. And you, you'd like to have one more good year out of him before you put him on the boat, but position of value. I. That's the thing, is positional value. Because I want us to talk about Javante, and I think he makes it onto this list just because of how good he is. Mm -hmm. But when, when we're talking about the actual exercise, you know, we're talking about the core. So Javante is going to be in it. But the actual exercise of the lifeboat, which is like, hey, you know, we're, we have to start a whole new team because <laughs> the, the boat is sinking. Yeah. Who do we need to save? You don't take a running back. You don't. Um, you do take a left tackle. And so that's why I think Garrett Bowles is here on the lifeboat. I don't know, though. You weren't supposed to draft running backs early in the draft, and not only did George Payton get one in the second round, he traded up for him, and no one has criticized that move because of how Javante Williams looked. Some people have, but 
<laughs> You're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, I don't. I don't think after the year he had and, and the potential. Uh, and, and yes, initially I agree with you. But here's here's the thing about Garrett Bowles. He does have the contract, but we got to be looking at the guaranteed dollars. And Garrett Bowles, I agree with you, Hank. If he has a good year this year, then he's for sure on the lifeboat, probably mm-hmm. in this number four spot. For what you guys have said, mm-hmm. if he doesn't have a good th- year this year, would you be surprised if the Broncos moved on from him in order to save? Uh, Ten million dollars. Yes, I wouldn't be. So, so you move on from him. You save ten million dollars. You spend that ten million dollars on a left tackle. You're probably not getting somebody as good as Garrett Bowles. What, depending on what year he has. What, I, that what, is what, true. What type of year does he's he gonna have, have the this best year? year of his career because he's playing with a real quarterback for the <sighs> first time the ball ever for a minute. But but yeah, he, he does the hold ball the ball a lot. But. Like, fans are going to grade him on that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. The team is not. That's the team true. is going to grade him on how well did you protect Russell Wilson. See? And I don't think if Russ, you know, scrambles out and gets tripped by Garrett Bowles' guy because he pulled away, they're going to be like, oh, minus play for Garrett. Let's yeah. not bring him back. Like, in the end, the offense is going to be on schedule more than they ever have been. And Garrett is going to look better for it. Here's where I agree with you in that. The team's going to know, and, and we're going to be able to see and find out just how many sacks were truly on Garrett Bowles and not on Russell Wilson. But the holds is what scares me because that's where he's had his biggest struggles before. Mm-hmm. And if Russell Wilson's running around back there, Garrett just – he simply can't hold. Even if it's yeah. on Russ for holding the ball that long, those penalties will still be on him. That, that's, just what, that's just what really scares me. It's my same take about Melvin's fumbles. Like, if you fumble this year, it's just – so much bigger because the games right. are so much more important yep. right. and the same thing will be true of Garrett you know if you you know wipe a touchdown off the board I'll touch wood uh against the Chiefs on Sunday night football for the lead in the division like it's gonna the the, the feeling is gonna be 10 yep. times worse than anyone he's had before so what's what's a fair what's a n- fair number of holds that you can live with five I was gonna say four yeah I was gonna say four two five Five will you'll feel that, you yeah. know what I mean. Five is noticeable. Four is like yeah, it's just the cost of doing business. Five feels like that guy holds a lot. Well, I, it's it's less than one every three games, and that's kind of where I draw the line. Unfortunately, he's been in his career it's in multiple different years. He's been over one every other game. Yeah, you can't have that. No, no, you certainly can't. So I, I mean, I think I think it's fair, but he's to me. He's on. He's he's making this lifeboat. I don't think I'd put him as high as you guys, but he is making this lifeboat mm-hmm. if, if we're going about 10 guys. You know what? We should have done the lifeboat by weight, a weight capacity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, the, wherever we just put bulls, that side of the boat is really wobbly right now because yeah. he's the first lineman we've put uh, on it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, can I jump in and say I don't, I'm not putting any other offensive linemen on here? Ooh, I want to disagree with you. Okay, who? Quinn. Okay, I want to put him on there. He's not a starter, and, and he hasn't been. <laughs> he is a starter. And, and he hasn't been this offseason. I think he's going to uh-huh. be a starter. I think so. But if you know he's going to be a starter, he's your left guard. Just like when Garrett Bowles was at mandatory minicamp and OTAs, he was your left tackle. They weren't rotating Calvin Anderson in with him. And with Quinn Minerts, he was rotating in and out. Lloyd Cushenberry, not rotating in and out. And that, to me... I still think he's going to be the starter. 
but it just doesn't make sense why he wouldn't be getting even 80% of the reps. I mean, he's doing a full rotation this whole offseason with Natani Muti and Dalton mm -hmm. Reisner. You just scared me because I hadn't thought about what happened to Dalton Reisner. It's almost what do you mean? Dalton comes in. He's a starting yeah. guard. He looks great as a rookie. Everyone loves him. Same sort of thing. Like, oh, he's got a mean streak, you know? Like, yeah. he's out there doing stuff. And then they change the scheme on him, mm. and he's never looked the same again. I think there was also, like, a high ankle sprain mm -hmm. in there at one point that kind of, you know, set him back a little bit. But that worries me about Quinn. And I hadn't really thought about it in that context right. until you said that. Right. Um, not to say he can't <laughs> handle it, not to say he won't thrive, but there there at least is now a path to like, oh, he has a sophomore slump because he was brought in to, to play a different brand of football. Right. Yeah. Yep. And that, that is scary because we did see what, what happened to, to Dalton. Now, you really hope that Quinn, because I, I do think Quinn is athletic enough to fit into this scheme despite being a big guy, despite being a mauler. But if they think, boy, Natani Muti is just a little faster and Dalton fits this scheme so well. And I wouldn't be, just from what I've seen this offseason, my eyes tell me he's not a lock to even be a starter. I would yeah. love to watch Natani Muti in this scheme. I, I'm so hyped about all those guys. <laughs> like, like there's, there's, there's so many possibilities with this line. It just feels like there's a chance it's going to be good. I still, Miners doesn't go right here. We might be able to squeak him into the back end of the top ten. No, but. I wasn't saying he goes right okay. here. I just, he said no more offensive linemen. Right. Um, so uh, I guess let's get to where we would keep going there. Um, but first, a shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, where we have all profited greatly mm. this year for them. Thank you, uh, Ryan. Thank you to your pick of the week months, months ago, two ago yeah. uh, on Kale McCarr being the Con Con Smythe winner. Cashed out on that. A lot of us cashed out on that. And you can cash in this week. While you can't bet on the abs anymore, you can still get $100 in free bets. by Plus 425 to win next year. Oh, that was my pick wow. of the week yesterday. So, yes, <laughs> I absolutely love it. Is it, back? Is it up to 425? Uh, maybe it's down to okay, 400. Okay, yesterday, yesterday was down to 400. But, hey, if it's up to 425, I hope you waited and then you jump on that now. Mm. Oh, you got to parlay it with something. I've waiting done a, that. Waiting a whole, 365 days for a plus 425 just doesn't doesn't get me going well, with the free agents they have you might wait until they lose a couple of those guys uh, that's, that's true. true that's true well you, you place the bet and you forget about it Kadri said the Cronkies told him they want him back mm. so that's a good start. I mean everybody I wants him back I know but I mean like <laughs> you and I can say that and it's a little right. different than that it. is true the people that are writing the checks right tell him that but you can get a hundred dollars in free bets by betting on UFC 276 this weekend you ready for some fights I so, like, obviously, baseball is a tough sell right now it is. Uh, around here. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited to get really into golf and UFC for the rest of the summer. Mm, well, you can do that this Saturday, mm -hmm. Ryan. And if you bet $5 on either, any fighter to win $100 of free bets in your account for new customers over at DraftKings. And they're also making same-game parlays happen on UFC, where you can turn a small bet into a big payday because they'll double your same-game parlay if you hit it. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer of $100 free in your account by placing a $5 bet on any fighter to win. You get $100 in your account. So check them out over <coughs> at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4700
Also, Breckenridge Brewery. Oh, look at you jumping in. Yeah, I know. I, I pulled it up. I, I don't even know which one we're supposed to do, but we're doing Breckenridge <laughs> Brewery um, because they're awesome. Uh, throughout that entire playoff run, they're sending as fans to those games. Those tickets yeah. are expensive, and yep. they were just giving them away to these guys, giving them free beers, and they were going after like the good people. Community heroes is what they said. Uh, so they're doing that. They're donating Still some of the- kind of weird that I didn't get a call, but that's okay. <laughs> Sorry. What, what, if, if you were to make a pitch for yourself as a community <laughs> hero, where would you start? Um, with with a laugh is where he starts. Uh, <laughs> he knows. Hero. I don't know. I'd be like, I've had some tweets that went crazy. Wow. <laughs> about the abs, too. You're going to sneak some Breckenridge beers into the parade tomorrow? multiple people smile. I've tweeted about Breckenridge Brew. <laughs> Community hero. That's tough. I don't I don't think I can even make a joke about myself being a hero in any way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but they're also like donating money from the avalanche to the Boulder fire victims. Awesome stuff. And uh, they don't have any of that going right now, but I'm sure that means they're cooking up some cool stuff that's on the way soon. And we like supporting them. And this is a chance where they're actually keeping their own money for a minute, which seems rare for them. So let's support it. Breckenridge Brewery <laughs> right now because yeah. they make what we do possible and they're awesome. They're always doing great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm told they're going to have some sort of setup at the parade tomorrow. Um, so you'll... If you see their logo, just know that like people wearing shirts with our logo we'll will be, be right there. underneath. <laughs> yep, we will be. Oh man, can't wait for the parade. Oh my god, dude! Um, Henry was like on top of it, and maybe I shouldn't give away our strategy. Mm. Just in terms of like, right after we won, Henry's like, "Parade, 10 a.m. Thursday. We got to get there at six. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, definitely." Yeah. Um, I know the plan was to bring like a cooler full of beers, but beers aren't allowed. Oh, no. Maybe no, not. No alcohol for us, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're waking up at 5.30 to pound a bunch of beers that'll last us till noon. We're going to drink so much water, dude. It's I know. It's going to be crazy. All these water bottles. So much have clear liquid. So much. Um, yeah, it should be great. Shout out to Breck Brew. Uh, and weirdly, for the first time in a long time, I can't say come down to the DNVR bar. I know. Um, we... It's ripped out. It's pretty sick. Like... DNVR bar 1.0 went out with a championship <laughs> yeah. like John Elway and yeah. Peyton Manning yeah. and it's empty down there right? like the weirdest thing looking down there it's just empty I, it kind of looks like a perfect place to like play cornhole oh yeah oh, but, and shit. When, when you're when you're saying <laughs> when you're saying empty Ryan you're not just talking like there's no people no there's no, no there, booths there's, there's nothing. no nothing it's we are renovating floor. the whole bar and I cannot wait for you guys to see it um the goal is preseason is when we're going to unveil it definitely back for the regular season. So all of you guys, when you, you know, make your pilgrimage out here um, to the Mecca, it's going to be even better. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't even know if I'm like ready to spoil any of the plans. Just know if you if you saw DNVR one DNVR bar 1.0, 2.0 is going to blow it out of the water. If you haven't seen if you didn't make it to 1.0, sad, but. You're not going to be, you're going to be excited when you come and see this. It's going to be sick. Um, but until then, we're still going to be doing some stuff out in the community. We want to, you know, we can't, we can't quit you guys. No. Um, we don't have a place for you to come visit us. So we're going to have to find some places to go. So keep an eye out for events. Uh, one for sure. We have our golf tournament at city park, which is right down the street from here on August 7th. I love that course. If you haven't played it since the remodel, it's awesome. Uh, we're doing a scramble out there. And then also keep an eye out, I think maybe today, uh, we're going to do, we got a little mini golf meetup we're going to do. Ooh, oh, I love uh, it. Wow. That's my type of golf. Yes, yes, exactly. I love mini golf. Um, 
Anytime you play golf, it's mini golf. Exactly, nice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, but we are gonna do uh, some some awesome events between now and when the bar reopens. So keep an eye out for that. And also, the pod's not going anywhere. Don't don't worry. Just because the bar's not oh, open, yeah. we're mm-hmm. still gonna be rolling five days a week. We just picked up some extra luggage on the pod, That's so me. we'll be we'll be dragging him with us. The baggage, baggage. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay, baggage with us, and uh, he, he brings a fun time. So yes. uh, you keep mm-hmm. keep hanging with us. And if you're tuning in on YouTube, hit us with a thumbs up we'd really appreciate it if you're tuning in on itunes it's with a five-star review we would appreciate that as well yeah absolutely and um we're also going to do a pod tomorrow after the parade and i plan on just being buckled so (laughs) yeah tune in for that (laughs) yeah like no one after you win a stanley cup you're allowed to just like like go in front of a microphone and be drunk there you go it's for the players and i'm just like i'm just gonna say You're that counts extension. for me too. yes yes exactly yeah. <laughs> i think you can be even more drunk <laughs> yeah exactly in front of the speakers yeah yeah um it's gonna be tough to be more drunk than some of those guys were <laughs> yeah that's gonna be so fun just to see him like that oh um, wait till tomorrow hopefully no photographers fall off any stages yeah no no or that a player <laughs> would catch him or something <laughs> uh, all right let's circle back to the lifeboat so we have five on right now yep and wait so did you put garrett and javante on we haven't put javante okay okay would you put him sixth who's four courtland courtland Courtland. um uh, yeah i would i I would put javante six okay if not i'd probably put him fifth but i think he's in the top six okay for sure um draymond's contract makes things interesting what about dj jones Wait, are Three. you are you putting are you putting Javante on or are you talking about who to who to replace him? Oh uh, no no Javante's Javante's top ten. Okay. But again, like running back, especially running back who's splitting time again. It's tough to pull the trigger at the same time if you look at the other options. It's DJ Jones who's older. It's Draymond who has one year on his deal. I can get I can get behind Javante there. <clears throat> I can too. I would just say like Again, a bit concerning that we're, we would be moving on to number seven here, and there isn't a pass rusher yet. Like, yeah. there's there's probably the top four most important positions. Quarterback, number one with a bullet. Got it. Corner. Got it. Tackle. Got it. Pass rush. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not yet. That's four. Yeah. Those, those, like, you, you, those are the pillars of a, of a football roster. The good news, though, is that you could fill a separate lifeboat with just solid to better than solid pass rushers. And I that's know. what that's what Ryan's talking about, though. It's it's that group that if there's only one lifeboat, they're not making it. They gave no. them a lifeboat, but it doesn't have a motor. All they got is oars, and they're out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> well, if I want anyone like that, I probably want it to be some linemen who have, uh, well, maybe not. I don't maybe know. They don't have the endurance. You're going to have to go all skill position players because those guys are still really strong. A lot, lot, lot of, they don't like they don't have to carry each other. A lot of flubber, though, which is buoyant. It's true. So Ron Darby's got to be on there just because he does. he's so light. Yes, he does. <laughs> Man, Kareem Jackson would have to be on there yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, but where are we going now? Okay. I've I, got I've got one. Okay. Brandon McManus? No. No. Ah, uh, <laughs> just because he's a kicker? Kicker, you know, kicker can't be there. The thing about Brandon McManus is nobody respects him right now because he hasn't had to make any big kicks. Oh, like, it's like, oh, he's point. not really doing didn't anything. Miss in 2015. Yeah. In the playoffs. Exactly. Like, he just hasn't had a great kick, a memorable kick in so long, just because the team has sucked, and so nothing he's done has really mattered. 
Yeah. At some point uh, this season, we're going to appreciate him again. I took away um, his pass to the boat and even his life vest <laughs> after he threw his helmet on the sidelines. Uh, <laughs> Just lost me forever. I, you can never come back from that. He had a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, I think even Dwayne Stooks, when he was talking about kickers, put put him in like a different category than football players. <laughs> so uh, I'm not quite that's sure he tough makes when this. your own coach yes. is doing that. Yeah, the dude that's supposed to have your back. Yeah, likable dude, great athlete. Just I hope he can swim. On his own island. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, exactly. Oh, man. I Tim Patrick. He's in the conversation. Yep. And now I, Got I can't. Got the contract. I couldn't decide Tim Patrick or Jerry Judy, but Jerry Judy is, this is a prove-it year for him. And if you're on a true prove-it year, you're not on the lifeboat. Nope. So nope. to me, and again, th- this is concerning, but t- Tim's a really solid player. I think he's making the list here. I guess here would be my counter. Is it really a prove it year for Jerry Judy? Like, yeah. But but what is he? What happens if he doesn't prove it? Um. Then I think the Broncos are planning the future without him. Okay. But he's still going to be here. Yeah. It, it, he could still be here. I mean, maybe, maybe he gets trade. traded he'll or whatever. He'll, he'll have an opportunity somewhere. But his his value would be so low. It would be. Um, it would be. And it, I think it's one of the reasons why you don't see him get traded. You didn't see this offseason. Mm-hmm. I don't think his value is high enough. Like his value is higher to the Broncos as a breakout candidate than as a trade. What happens if he don't break out in that breakout year, though? Then, then I think the Broncos realize, shoot, his value is low. Yeah, I mean you're you're being put onto the bust pile, but the good news for you is you still have time. Like, <laughs> but why wouldn't it connect this year and it, it would it, next it, year? No reason. Um, but once in a while, there's just guys who are late blossomers. Um, but I think you're I, I agree with you. He, he can't be on the lifeboat when he hasn't really proven anything yet. Right. Mm-hmm. At the same than, time, though, I mean, if you were to say today, four years from now, would you rather have Tim Patrick or Jerry Judy? Who would you take? I, I'm doing Jerry Judy. You, I, and, yeah. and, I, and I'm taking that gamble. Mm-hmm. To me, lifeboat guys shouldn't be gambles, though. Mm-hmm. Here's here's um, how I would describe where I'm at with Jerry Judy. Uh, I was staying at a hotel in Phoenix last night. You know how sometimes hotels randomly have like auctions at the front in the lobby. We go to different no, hotels. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not a nice. This is like a very standard, average hotel. What were they auctioning off? Sports memorabilia. Okay, I, part of like it's part of the hotel. Yeah, I've I, never I swear. seen this before. I've never people seen people in the this. comments will say they've seen this before. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I've I've seen it at this hotel many times, but I've seen it at other hotels. Okay, so they have like all this stuff. They've got like um like a Roquan Smith signed Bears helmet, just like random. That's very random. That random. Is random. In the desert. One of the random things they had there was a Jerry Judy signed jersey. Okay, Ooh. and it was at a very reasonable clip, uh, the opening mm. bid, and I just. It, I didn't even consider it. Mm. Like, and and so it's like, that's you can't be on the life. If you see a lifeboat auction item, you're thinking about <laughs> yes, it. You're, yeah, at least, yeah, you're yeah. at least thinking about you it. You are absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So I I I wouldn't go there and just with someone how rel- please defend me in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> These hotel auctions, yeah, they're everywhere. And with how reliable Tim Patrick is, I think he's on there. I think so. I think he is too. I think Tim Patrick's on there. I think you might get Jerry Judy on there too. Well, it's well, tough with these last few spots. I don't know where they go. Should we so just? What are, how many? What are we at? I was good. I think we're eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Do we end the lifeboat here? Because 
I mean, in a true lifeboat, you would add the two more spots that there are. You wouldn't just say peace out to these guys. You know what? Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like unless I'm just not thinking of someone, there's a there's a big stretch now. Yeah, you're thinking about Draymond Jones. You are Bradley um, Chubb. You're certainly you're thinking, thinking about yeah, Bradley Chubb, but the contract doesn't allow it. And such a prove it year as well with him. Let's go, Draymond. No contract either, though. Um, Samuel Bisu, I imagine he's saying nope. Has never seen that as well. Um, Scary Fro, Scarefro is saying he's seen it. Yep, yep. Thank you, Scarefro. Mm. Um, I, I, I think that that Henry's Randy Gregory thing has to be discussed here. He's around. He's a good player. He is. Is he? Is I he around? That, I, guess I think the real that question. George Payton, if he's sitting in this. In, in these couches, which, come on, guys. Let's get George Payton in the couches. <laughs> um, if he's here, he's saying that Randy Gregory's on the lifeboat. And so it has to be discussed. I think I'm where you're at, which is like I'm more worried about that than I am confident in it. Right. And I think Henry, at least in the conversations I've had, is one of the higher people I've heard on Randy Gregory. Yeah. I mean, my thing is what? He's played in... 50 of 60 games where he's not suspended. And the reason he was suspended was because of a rule that doesn't exist now. Yep. So I'm not as worried about availability with him as, like, Bradley Chubb, obviously you are. Um, and when he's, when he's been out there, he's been good. Like, maybe not, like, freakish numbers, but has that just very physical presence and can do whatever you want. So I, I, I think I would include him in my 10. I'm fine putting him in because we have no spots, but I wasn't going to make an argument for him in, in borderline top five when, when you brought him mm-hmm. up. That's um, but, but as of right now, sure, he, he, he can make it right now. DJ Jones? <sighs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, That's to, a lot to, of weight to, to, to round be the last person on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> him and Garrett better be sitting on opposite sides. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, Ali's backing me up here. Three different cities she says she's seated in. Okay. You two travel together. Yeah, I was going to say, this <laughs> isn't that, fair. That is, this that is, is one not fair yeah. at all. <laughs> I'm telling you, this like... And I one was, of the cities is the one she's you mentioned. That Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. She's been to that hotel. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. <laughs> it's right down the street from the PHNX office. And it's not like a fancy hotel. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's like bougie or anything. Yeah. Um, if they have the auction items, you know they've got a good hotel bar. Mm, why do those two things correlate? I think that they're hoping that you hit up the hotel bar, then go bid on the ah, auction. Ah, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's pretty common. I feel like it's pretty common. You know what's uh what's great? Just speaking of auctions, I have that Peyton Manning signed football, and my fiance's parents got it for me for Christmas once. They were at a uh, event in Denver, a charity event. Yep. No, Peyton Manning was there. Oh. No one had bid on the Peyton Manning signed football, and they're like, they're giving Peyton a courtesy bid so he wasn't embarrassed it, when he walked it, by. It, I guess. <laughs> so, so obviously they they weren't gonna like spend tons of money on this, but they were like. I mean, this would be such a cool Christmas gift for Zach, and zero people have bid on. How does that happen in Denver? I don't know. I don't know. That like, I assume the same. Everyone thought the same thing, which is like, no matter what I do, I'm gonna get outbid. Right, right, right. I'll come back at the end, and everyone mm-hmm. forgot. I was at a golf tournament with Spence a couple weekends ago, and they had an auction after the um, after the event for charity, and one of the things was an Alex Newhook signed jersey. Which I thought was so sick. Yeah. Yeah. But Spence got the first like he he was like, Oh yeah, I already bid on that and I was like, 
Well, I'm not going to get into a bidding <laughs> war with you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> did he win it? No, I don't think uh, he did. Oh, you don't want to come in then once he was getting outbid? Well, I didn't know. Like, we, mm. la- we ended up okay, leaving okay. a little bit early. So, mm. um, but that, that I was like, well, what the, I can only hurt <laughs> right, you right. or me. Whatever happens, we're both going to. You guys didn't think about going in on it together and then one of you getting the front, one of you getting the back? Cut the signature down the middle. We could have done it like the cup. Like, just to have a tour, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do live in the same building, right. so it wouldn't be difficult. <laughs> get it, go down two floors on the elevator. Here you go. You next, can have it this week. Once a week, Next yeah. time. Yeah. Do you drink out of it? Do you eat on it? Like, what do you do? Uh, yeah, eat on the jersey. I like You it. don't drink on you it, but yeah. Frame you frame it. Uh, and then you eat, uh, eat, you the eat the frame. off the frame. <laughs> Could do other things on yeah. the frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> this summer is going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> okay. If only you had got the jersey. DJ Jones. Last one on the boat? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's taken off. Wow. You're right, Ryan. Do, how how doing, do you feel about this boat? I was going to say, Ryan, you, you were right at the beginning. Uh, you really love the top part of it. Mm-hmm. And then you want, you want more uh, on the back the back end, maybe even a little more than the back end, too. And there's talent to to turn into that, where you feel great about Randy Gregory in one year. If he plays in 15 of the 17 games and has 12 sacks, okay, mm-hmm. you feel great about him yep. being on the boat. Bradley Chubb's another guy that could make it on the boat and then have you feel great about him being on the boat. Very similar numbers as Randy Gregory. He comes out and does that. Jerry Judy, he's on the boat if he has a good year this year. Uh, and and we maybe talking about one or two more offensive linemen as well. So you can feel really good. But what this made me realize, and I think Jose pointed out in the comments, a lot of people have prove-it years this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish that not uh, every other AFC West fan base was the worst. Was I wish they weren't the worst. So we had like some friends who podcasted about those mm. teams, and we could have them submit their lifeboats, and we could compare and contrast. Yeah. Um, because, like, I don't think the Chiefs' lifeboat is very deep. Yeah, extremely top heavy. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, who's old as Travis hell. Kelsey's like kind of on it, only just because. He might not make it ashore. Of what he's accomplished to this point, he's incredible, you know? Yeah. And um, he's probably going to be really good for one to two more years. Yeah. And I think he's only under contract for one. Hmm. That could be wrong on that. But then it's like... Chris Jones is on Chris there Jones. Well. You feel great so about that. So they have three as well that are, I think, automatic yep. ins. Yep. They probably got then, a couple linemen. And then I think a couple offensive linemen. Um, but yep. that I think that one's interesting. The one that I think would... The Raiders might have the most exciting lifeboat. Um, uh, no, the Chargers. I'm sorry, Ryan. Okay, well let's yeah. let's go through it a little bit. How much time do we have here? Well, what, let me tell you first at? about okay. sexy pizza. Sexy pizza is absolutely delicious. It's our pizza. We love it. We have it at tailgates. They also have other great food, and you need to make it the food for this weekend. You don't know, be so good. After waking up at 6 a.m. and drinking beers all day for the Avs Parade is getting sexy pizza. for That's probably just my plan tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do. And you guys get in on it as well. They've got locations in Denver. And we talked about Breck giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Sexy Pizza does a great job. They have their philanthro pies. They give back to the community. So that. support them. They support great causes. And it's delicious. What else? That's it. Okay. Sexy pizza. All right. Um, you guys having sexy pizza soon? <coughs> yes. I would love some sexy go. pizza. There we go. Ooh, that'd be actually, yeah, that would be great tomorrow, wouldn't it? Yes, and, it would. Oh, but, yeah, it's okay. Um, 
I was just gonna say they don't have the Cap Hill location right now, which would be perfect. Oh, yeah, that would be. Yep. Um, but they deliver. They so do we deliver. Can, we can get it anywhere. They deliver in multiple ways. That is very wow. true. Yep. Wow. They always come through. <laughs> they always deliver. <laughs> All right. Like the avalanche. Tell me about uh, what their lifeboat looks like, because I, I, I think it's also kind of top heavy. Justin Herbert. Yep. Are you including him there? <laughs> yeah. Just squeeze him on in the yeah. end. Okay. Um, Joey Bosa. Yeah. Um, you have uh, Derwin. Derwin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's there. Uh, you have J.C. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And I. Th- I think these are four solid ones. Like four definite ones. I. I don't think J.C. Jackson's a superstar. Look, look he's, what, a, he's on the lifeboat for sure. Look what he's done the past couple <laughs> years, though. He's led the league in interceptions. I mean, that's superstar. I, I can see you saying outside of New England maybe he uh-huh. falls off, but just right now I think it's hard to make the case that he's not. I he's one he, of the five best man corners in the NFL. That makes him a superstar. I think I, I, mean, I, I, I Okay, so, so we're, we're continuing. <laughs> he's a, I, I mean, the Chargers. Nobody's going to care. I am not going to make the case for one of their receivers because I don't think Keenan Allen's a superstar. Now, Keenan Allen's on their life. on their life. But he's not a tier <sighs> yeah. one to me. I think Chargers fans, and I think some national people would make that case, but I'm not going to. Um, Khalil Mack, he's on their lifeboat. Um, I think his name is bigger yes. than his yep. the, the, than his play. Uh, he's on the lifeboat, though. This and is I think, actually I this think whole exercise good. is making me feel better. I think you feel good about Khalil Mack. Asante um, Samuel Jr., absolutely on there, yep. I think. And then Austin Eckler, he's, he's also on there. I think the Chargers roll deeper. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. But... I, that actually didn't scare me. And the Raiders one, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Darren uh, Waller. Chandler Jones, Darren Waller. There's four. Uh, it's hard to call. Max Crosby. Yep. I think they might have the best first tier lifeboat. No. I me, go Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Give Definitely. Me the, also, the biggest Chandler. difference is obviously Derek Carr to Justin Herbert. Like, right. Yeah. That's the that's what I would say. But I would, I would take. I don't know. It's a tough one. But I think it's fair to say the Broncos definitely don't have the best tier one on the lifeboat. Right, mm-hmm. and here's where the Broncos make it up is, one, comparing Derek Carr to Russell Wilson. That's where the Broncos can make it up uh, with, with, with the Raiders. And the other one is what you talked about. They got a lot of 80s players. Yep. Their depth is so good. We're talking about two positions, two of the starting 22 that we have legitimate questions about. I'm not mm-hmm. worried at their guard position, even though they don't know who their starters are. I think they'll find good guard they'll play. They'll be fine at the very least. I personally am worried about right tackle. Just who knows about Billy Turner if and when he's going to be healthy and how long he's healthy for. And then the third defensive line spot. Yep. Outside of that, though, mm-hmm. I feel really good about the depth of this team. Go get Sue. Oh, baby. <laughs> so nice. Oh, baby. I also, think the- Jose... It wasn't that Keenan Allen isn't on the lifeboat. He's definitely on their lifeboat. Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. not a tier one needle yeah. mover. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I I agree with you. I think other people would make a case that he is. He's not to me. The other thing about the Broncos, the Brett, yep, he's they, tier two. One. Yep, the Broncos lifeboat. Like I I have a feeling you're gonna have a lot of regrets. Like when you look back at who you left behind, like mm. Caden Stearns. You're just like, oh, we lost him. I guess maybe not because they're all just drown out there. But like in in another <laughs> world where you actually do see what happens. Like, like, oh, no, we didn't get Caden Stearns. Or like, oh, Ronald Darby kept it up. Or Damari Mathis. Or, like, Nick Bonito. Like, there's all those guys who are like, oh, yeah, well, we made the wrong call there. That's, and that's kind of the thing of the Broncos. It's almost like they have more what-ifs. And if the what-ifs become 
things, then this this you know roster could be completely different. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, Bradley Chubb is hurt. You know, mm-hmm. um, anything like that. Randy Gregory can't get out there. He's not healthy early in the season. Like those type of things could turn the the other way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah. In, in the thing. Sorry, Ryan. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, teams that win championships. Every year you go back and you look and you're like, wow, their what-ifs were incredible for them. Definitely. And the breaks on the ball and the lack of injuries. Mm-hmm. The 2015 Broncos is a great example of all of those things. Yep. Everything went their way, including injuries. Uh, but what you also don't want to do is, and when I think lifeboat, I think of kind of guys that you want to extend and want, want to make sure they're here in a long time. You don't want to give Randy Gregory that five-year deal that the Broncos gave him with four years guaranteed. That's why the contract was so much better when it was only two years guaranteed is because these question marks, you don't want to lock up for so long because then what if they don't come through? Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest question with Bradley Chubb right now. One of the great things George Payton's doing, and what and what I think he's doing by moving Baron Browning to outside linebacker, by drafting Nick, Baron Nick Benito. Baron Browning might have had a case to be on there. He could yeah. have. I think I you're going to be upset if he drowns. Next, next year. Um, but what, what George Baron Payton... drowning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What George Payton's doing is he has four guys that could be on the lifeboat. He's hoping that two of them at outside linebacker pan out. And yeah. if two of those guys pan out, he's done his job. So you can swim. <laughs> you can't stop thinking about Baron drowning. Oh, my <laughs> <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> also, other thing about like the bounces and stuff, the what-ifs going well in Super Bowl seasons, you make your kicks, too. If we're, if we're pitching Brandon McManus here, that's one of those things that goes right in those seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I know we already did Avs comps, but one I was just mm. thinking about right now as we were talking about things panning out, like if you had been talking about the Avs after the trade deadline, you'd been like, oh, like this pans out, that pans out. One of the things they would have said is like, Arturi Lekkanen ends up being a great addition. Yep. Right. And he ends up scoring four game-winning goals in the playoffs, including the Stanley Cup game-winning mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. Who would the Who would the Broncos guy be there? Like someone who is very capable, but it, no one's expecting it, and just like makes huge plays in big moments. Gregory's just paid a little too much to be that guy. Yeah, I was gonna K-1 say, can you, can you can you go rookie? Can you go Nick Benito? You, you could. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I have such a hard time imagining Nick Benito being on the field and like high leverage situations what about kj hamler oh that's a good one that's a good one you're KJ not, you're hamler not expecting is breaking it. open games right and making scoring big touchdowns i think i think that's the one right. i think so good job um <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right <laughs> solved it got some questions here we do have a couple of questions coming in on the comment oh, section and a super chat. let's start there alaska preston says let's go hank let's go absolutely love the addition shots can we save shot, those for the shot, morning? Uh, yeah. <laughs> There'll be plenty of shots. To no play, alcohol allegedly. for you guys today. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll just take this, those shots before we go to the parade because, of course, there we go. it's not allowed. Yeah, right, we'll take exactly. a lot of shots before to carry us through. We love rules. <laughs> First comment on the website coming in from Patrick Sertan the second. PS2 oh, says, my guys, guy. my friends and I are traveling to Colorado in December. I was wondering if you guys had any recommend- recommendations of where to stay. We want somewhere that is a good outdoorsy vibe, but it's close enough to Denver to catch a game and come to the bar. Oh, that's a... Yeah, the first thing that comes to my mind in, in Evergreen, as Kale mentioned, I think in Morrison, mm. Golden, you're right say, on the foothills. Uh, that is true. That's better than what I was going to say, which is Estes. That's an hour-plus drive. If you want to have some shots before the game, uh, it's that's a long Uber. That is. Maybe, uh, yeah. 
you're right with Golden. Yeah, you're what fifteen mm. minute drive actually yeah. just to the just to the stadium. And you can like do well, hikes right out of you know, right. uh, do whatever you want over there. Evergreen is a little a little, a little bit too more far in the probably. mountains. Yep, yep, I agree. Like a Uber from the stadium to Evergreen after the game is gonna, oh that's gonna cost gonna run you. you dry. Yeah, you're gonna have to come to the DNVR bar for a couple of hours. That's well, you're probably gonna come on the bus anyway. Oh, it's really true. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe the Uber prices come down a bit. All right. Next one from Melbourne Bronco says, public service announcement, missing person alert. Has anyone seen RK? Last seen <laughs> celebrating the abs oh, win at the DNVR bar. Uh, people were missing you yesterday, wondering if you were okay having a little two-day hangover. I told him he's fine. He's fine. I wish that's what I was doing <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> um, craziest thing, like, I maybe I'm just built different, um, but – <laughs> I was up until 4.45 a.m. after the, the game. On Monday morning. On Monday morning, yep. up until 4.45 a.m. My alarm went off at 7. Whew. And then we went and lost that golf tournament. A shocker. Drove an <laughs> yeah. hour. Hangover never hit me. Wow. Waiting <laughs> for it. Waiting to be, like, super exhausted, super tired. Nope. Stayed up till midnight the next night. Wow. Like, I don't know. That yesterday fine? I honestly think it was like a gift from the hockey gods. That was the mm. best thing I could think yeah. of. They were just like, you're you're free of hang of your hangover. Lord Stanley blessed you. Yes, exactly. Um, Ryan, you know what they call that? They say that you're built different. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they do. Exactly. Also, I have... <laughs> you just you, you, you pump up his ego and he's a little yeah. nicer to you. I have you. a yeah. trick. I'll, I'll teach you that. I have, That's a, good to I know. have a hangover yeah. uh, trick that I, that I have. But I want to make these people pay for me to pump them. Um, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay, okay. But it is legitimately. The, see, Parker's in here. He likes that. Um, <laughs> I said uh, I have a hangover cure, but I'm not going to say it until they pay us. So how do we get them to know they need to pay us? He loves it. <laughs> yep. Parker's going to call. Okay, yeah. there we say, go. This could have been your name uh, here. Yes. Your yes. name could have been here. This could have got you thousands Life changing. of buys. I'm telling mm -hmm. you, I turned 30, I have less hangovers. Can we stop this pod so I can find this out? I got to <laughs> know. We're getting close. <laughs> uh, he goes on and says, does George Payton have some cap room in case of injury to a key part of the team? We'll, we'll touch wood for that part. And, yeah, he's got uh, just over $11 million in cap space. But remember – if he had zero dollars in cap space, he could make more cap space if needed. Mm -hmm. So with eleven million dollars, plenty of room. There you go. Next one's from Bronco Euler says, not sure if it's been discussed on here, if you guys caught wind of it. Uh, but Mile High Mario shared some pretty crazy in anecdotes from the Fangio era. All right, let's go. Uh, one, insisting players need to be uh, need to beat up on each other to become calloused. And then screams and berates Lauren Lando for reflect uh, reflecting back to him that the approach has caused a high injury rate. Uh, well, should we just like grade all these like one to ten? How believable? That's a full on ten for me. Ten out of ten believability. Ten out of ten believable. <sighs> they need to beat up on each other. I I mean, it's hard for me to make a case as to how I wouldn't see that happening. You hear I'm that? Old, you know, old school guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That sounds right to me. After a loss, Justin Simmons went to Fangio with suggestions, which Fangio said he'd try, but literally ignored, did the exact opposite the following practice. Yeah, I, I've heard similar things, that players were upset at um, the lack of input. So that doesn't surprise me. What are we doing here? Yeah, especially when it's Justin <laughs> Henry, Simmons. Henry, you want to put that one on your scale? Uh, I'll give it an eight. Cool. Very believable. See, that, that one's a, that that one's a, a 10. ten and the, uh, the yeah. other one may be a little further down in my mind. Okay. Um, believed the longtime team hotel was bad luck. 
This one actually is low on the Ooh. believability scale for me. That sounds a lot more like something I would do. Yeah. Than like an old right. school football guy. Right. The, I don't think Vic had a vibes check. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what, you know, the bad luck would be. I, I, I was telling people this on uh, Sunday night, but like my superstitions during the Av Stanley Cup run got to like diagnosable problem levels. Wow. Like I think I could have like seen someone about it. Like I was thinking about every single thing I did and being like, could this oh, be a jinx? Oh wow! Could this be a jinx? Should I wow. eat that food? Is that a jinx? Wow! And you know how I've never felt more validated in my life than when after the game, McKinnon is talking and he's like, "I knew we were winning the cup when I had 87 in my room number because I love Sidney Crosby." And I was like, "That <laughs> oh makes gosh. no sense <laughs> at all." And I love you for saying it because I feel validated. Uh, <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yep, it's yeah, it's fantastic. But I'll but. give that one a four, by the way. Okay, four believability. I, I'm with I'm with you on a four. Forcing players to stay in the team hotel the night before games so they go straight to the game from waking up and not see their families. That's a normal thing. That yeah, I was gonna say that's very normal. I think every team does that, as far as I know. The mm-hmm. bra- yeah, I even think the Bronx do that. Really? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So in. this is. I guess that's a 10. But I don't think it's a bad thing. No, that's mm-hmm. just standard. Last one here from my biggest fan. Super chat didn't work. Sorry for the long message. Last year, I was able to make it to the Jets tailgate for my birthday and got to meet the one and only RK. I've decided to make it a tradition and plan to make it to the 49ers game. The bar was an amazing experience, especially the burger. Everyone was connecting on Twitter, so I joined the club. If anyone wants to uh, hit me with a follow, it's at Big Dad Energy. <laughs> I love wow. it. That's Big great. Dad Energy. <laughs> we love you, my biggest fan. And we have uh, C. Fillmore 72 chimes in, oh. of course coming in from the UK and he says he got to meet Russell Wilson in London mm-hmm. yesterday and how so, cool it was. So was that like a promotion of the game? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Wow. Yep. It was weird on the Instagram story. So he like goes in the team store and they take the videos where it's like, who are we cheering for? And they're all like, Broncos. There's like a guy in a Raiders hat yelling it. There's a guy in like a Chargers <laughs> hat yelling. You're like, wait, wait, what? You, you guys are all Broncos fans in these other hats? Like, what is going on here? It's like an alternate universe though where like that Raiders fan might not even know that, like, (laughs) exactly. Broncos and Raiders, like, have a long-term rivalry. Unfortunately, uh, the Raiders logo is pretty iconic. So if you're overseas and you're not a fan of the Mm -hmm. game and you want, you know, an NFL hat, that could be one you gravitate toward. Yeah. Hmm. Unfortunately. That'd be a good draft. What Mm. hat you would buy if you Uh, were. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, going all sports, like, the Dodgers hat's popular. Just, like, blue right, with L.A. Right, like, that's just right, a clean-looking yeah. I mean, hat. this is, I guess, just the logos draft. Right. It was pretty similar. Yeah. Dodgers, Yankees, yep. you know. People see those iconic symbols. Yep. Cleveland it, Guardians, Guardians hats. Is it, is, it the same, is it the same logo still? Uh, no. <laughs> that was yeah. the Well, the pro- C one. The, the C one. was the problem. That's what I mean. No, no, no. no, no not the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> the hat. Not that logo. That was not the hat I was talking about. They changed the name. You know what I'd like to wear? That one. Yeah. No, the C. The C's pretty clean. I like the Detroit Tigers D. Uh, that's another solid mm, one. You like the D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Is, that one is good. With the logos. Um, all right. Anything else that we uh, we got here I on the comments? I think we got it in. Sweet. Excited for my biggest fan to come out for the 49ers game. That's a Sunday night, right? It is. Sunday night, baby. Second primetime <coughs> game in the Wait, Wilson era. So we didn't get a primetime tailgate last year. We like, had no night so, tailgate. Oh, times. like in Denver. Yeah. Correct. Such no, dark zero. times. That is crazy. Such light times. That's something. No dark tailgates. <laughs> that is something that is going to be 
unreal. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Especially on a Sunday. Like, Monday night games are awesome, but a Sunday, you can be out there as long as you want before a game. You don't have to worry about work. Mm -hmm. Oh, baby. And that, is that gonna be game, wild. it's still in September. Oh, baby. It's going to be 90 degrees at the wow. start of the tailgate. That's going to that's gonna be a great <laughs> night. That's yeah. going to be a great it, night. It's gonna, and then, oh, man, but then we follow it up. The final primetime game, Sunday night, Chiefs in Denver. It's going to be a cold game. That's also going to be awesome. That is going to be awesome. All right. Um, programming note, no pod tomorrow. Uh, because we're letting everyone go to the parade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. You did mention that there's going to be a pod tomorrow, there though. Will. That's going to be, uh, I believe, on the Avalanche. Uh, on the Avalanche is in feed, TDSP, correct? I think. Yep. I, yep. Oh yeah. But we also have a TDSP coming later today okay. with Henry and myself and yep. AJ. We'll talk about uh, a lot of Broncos, a lot of Avs, because we're talking about the best championship teams Woo. in Denver history. We're even going to rank them, which. I did this morning. I was very uncomfortable doing so. I didn't like pitting my favorite memories <laughs> yeah. against each other. A last place champion. That's terrible. I know. I didn't like it. It wasn't right. Didn't feel right. Ugh. It was like, maybe we just pair this down to a top three so I don't have to put anyone <laughs> in last place. It's like, now you can't just say I'm your favorite co-host. Now you have to choose. Oh. Uh, well, the wow. battle begins now. There we go. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm on the lifeboat. Sorry, Hank. You're uh, Damn it. Congrats again to Hank. Yes, We're congratulations. Can't wait for Hank. what the future holds for the beat. Uh, and one thing that I that I didn't mention when we were kind of talking about that that I wanted to is I'm really excited for Henry's kind of X's and O's view on the game. Um, this is a guy who wrote like what two thousand words on the triple option when the Buffs played uh, uh, Air Force. Thank God they're playing him again this season, so I can just repost it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. Uh, but I really like kind of your, you know, you you look at the game a little bit differently than we do. Um, and I'm excited, especially once there's games and practices and all that good stuff to talk about, um, to, uh, to have that angle on the pot. I'm so hyped. So again, congrats to you. Thanks to everyone in the comments. Thanks to everyone who uh, chimed in and congratulated Hank as well. And, uh, we will see you Friday on the DMVR Broncos podcast. One last